Hello, and thanks for listening again. This is podcast number three, Third Time's a Charm. I think I'm learning a lot about this podcast thing as, we, as, as we're getting through the season here. Uh, I want to say hello to my co-host, Co- Coach Bailey Jackson. How you doing, Bailey? How's it going, James? Oh, Good to talk to you again, as always. Yes. yes, it is. Had another great time yesterday in Clemson, another great day of college football, and that's what we're going to spend the next couple of minutes talking about. First, a huge thanks to our title sponsor, Ruben's Food, Sports, Spirits, and Catering. The best wings around with two locations in the upstate, 1083 Batesville Road in Greer and 11028 Anderson Road in Piedmont, South Carolina. Definitely the best place to watch college football if you're not actually at the game. And Bailey and I actually stopped by the location in Piedmont yesterday on our way to Clemson to grab our tailgate food. It was super convenient on our way to Tigertown, and the food was on point as usual. Didn't you like those wings, Bailey? Uh, let me tell you, if you haven't been there and you live in that area, you're missing out because uh, it was so nice and cool in there and they had so many TVs. That might have been a better place to watch um, <laughs> any football game yesterday, but the wings were outstanding. Yes, they were. All right. So so last week was the week of the underdog, and App State ended up getting college game day to go to Boone, North Carolina. Huge props to Boone. Boone got all kinds of attention, national attention, of course. Uh, and I don't see how we can start without mentioning uh, the App State fans. I mean, think about the, we, this is about being a college football fan. Bailey, you brought it up last week about the video of – of what was going on in Boone last week after their win, they stopped. They were crowding around the the college game day bus as it drove into town last week. I mean, imagine the experience those guys are having up there in Boone right now. Yeah, it's a good time uh, to be a student at App State. Um, if you win, you can go jump in the duck pond and, and uh, have a big time. That's exactly right. And that was an unbelievable miracle on the mountain. Uh, part two, I believe, is what they're calling it. But I must say that my my dad, I think I mentioned last week, my dad is an App State graduate, and he said that that was not a Hail Mary. It was just good coaching. And uh, honestly, after listening to the postgame interview with App State's head coach, he said they work on that play twice a week. So my dad, uh, my dad might actually be right about that one. So uh, plus my dad's a preacher, so maybe he knows a little bit about Hail Marys. Maybe not. So anyway <laughs> – uh, we'll see. So uh, now we want to talk about our weekly. This, this, I think we figured this was going to turn into a weekly thing, and I think it definitely is. It's a weekly Porter John update. So where where Bailey and I tailgate last year, there were four Porter Johns, yep. and the first the first game against Furman, uh, rain weather wasn't so great, so the crowd was a little bit thin. But yesterday, this weekend, more people. Eight o'clock kickoff. Uh, there was a line at the Porter John, and I got to looking up, and I'm like. Two of the Porter Johns are missing. So the only thing I can figure, Bailey, is, you know, there's inflation and everything's, you know, there's people cutting back and people spending more. I, I think it's a Putin Porter John problem that we're having uh, on campus at Clemson. Don't you think? Well, yeah, I mean, it's all related to gas prices. We, we know that. Uh, you can only haul in two instead of doubling the cost to haul in two more. Hopefully, NC State game at home, they'll have enough for everyone to enjoy the Porter Johns. Yeah, maybe they can. Uh, they're gonna have to find the the money for the gas to to get those portajons on campus. So, because that's gonna be a big game. We got some big games coming up. Uh, it's gonna be a great time as a fan. Speaking of being a fan, also at, at the tailgate, we had a couple friends stop by. They were tailgate hopping, 
and we did a little bit of tailgate hopping ourselves and that's always fun so so if you've never done that i had some some co-workers and their spouses they dropped by they just they plopped on campus they had their backpack coolers and they've got it lined up with a couple of friends that come by and stop and visit for a bit and i've never been on a college campus where people weren't willing to uh, share the food that they brought and stuff and of course you know that was all planned out and uh, ready for them to come stop by and we hooked up with them, walked to another co-worker's tailgate. And uh, so that's always a good time. And uh, me and Bailey got our steps in uh, on a weekend. So that's probably rare, but uh, it was maybe a good thing. But we ran into some cookies that were pretty good, didn't we, Bailey? Yeah, I, I'm going to tell you, I, I, and I'm sorry I don't remember her name, and I, I apologize to her, but your your guidance counselor at your school um, makes the best butterscotch oatmeal cookie I have ever had my life oh yeah that, that would be one uh kathy Derrick, and i'll make sure she knows she got a shout out here on the podcast so and, and they had a nice tailgate nice area over there um by mcfadding and some trees and that kind of thing and that was fun to hang out with those guys and <laughs> another neat tailgating experience that i guess m- maybe people have done bailey and we might be showing our age here but uh had one of my daughters with us that recently graduated from clemson and her friends Ubered to the tailgate. Now, could we have Ubered to the tailgate uh, back in the day? No, we probably wouldn't. We couldn't even ride the bus. They could ride the bus too. Um, but back then, you just kind of walked, uh, and Uber was not a thing. But definitely not. It a thing. Definitely is now, and I don't know how they do it with all the traffic, but but that's how it's working out. Yes. Well, but we were glad to have them as well, and I'm glad they made it. And at least uh, Uber can definitely help some folks that have tailgated for an extended period of time probably make it safely back to their homes and apartments. So that's always a good thing, too. So, yeah. And another maybe thing, I, real quick, real quick, I'm sorry, James. Uh, no, my you're son good. actually traveled to the game with two of his buddies uh, and their dad, and they actually tailgate hopped uh, on over at ours and tried to eat all the chicken wings. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we were glad to have them too. And then they went downtown and kind of explored a little bit. So that's good for them. Okay. That's a whole nother podcast. Right. I have to get wit, wit on here and see how that went. That, that definitely sounds interesting. So yes, good food, good times, good friends. That's what it's all about. It happened again. It was hot if you were not in the shade. And, um, but just, a, just a little bit about the game, I guess I was impressed and this is, it still isn't really isn't the game, but, I like the lights during the entrance, the, the the new lights at the stadium. I thought that was really cool. I also, though, kind of thought they would use those more often, maybe after a score or something, kind of surprised that there wasn't more of the light action yeah, during well, the game. It was pretty impressive uh, being a nighttime game. And, um, you know, it was, it was pretty cool atmosphere there at the start um, with the 8 o'clock kickoff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm just going to go, as, to me, it's like cowbell. Uh, we need more lights, <laughs> I, especially if there's a night game. So I'll be like the cowbell guy. We bring on the more lights, Clemson University. Right. But they, I think Clemson played well. Um, nothing extremely glaringly impressive, I guess, but uh, DJ's looking pretty good, way better than last season. We still drop the ball every once in a while, but everybody drops one every once in a while. They're not near as bad as they – you know, that does seem to be improving as the season – uh, goes along as well and the only thing about the game that I can think of is uh, I think we put the subs in uh, maybe a little early 
and it's very rare that you put the you put the starters back in. So we had subbed up, we put the starters back in. That doesn't happen very often. Uh, so well, that'll be one of our questions of the week. But Bailey, do you think we put the subs back in a little too early? Well, I mean, we Clemson. I say we Clemson. It leads the nation in number of players that play the most minutes, meaning more players on our team play minutes than any other school uh, in the country. And I think that's a great recruiting, you know, recruiting tool. And, you know, the game was not in question. So why wouldn't you let them play? They're division one athletes too. Uh, But uh, I mean, you know, I could go back and and critically analyze all that, but I'm not going to, that's not my job. Um, Very good. You know, Everybody, everybody wants to kind of think something's wrong right now. And if you look at Twitter, my goodness, you, you'd think we were we were zero and three. We've actually given up forty two points and scored one hundred and twenty four. And in two thousand eighteen, at this very point, we had given up forty and scored one hundred and twenty four. So it's exactly the same uh, with with two. And that's a pretty good season to mirror, from what I remember. I would think so. Yes. Yeah, that can be pretty good, but. Uh... And we're, our defense is, is still dealing with some injuries. It's amazing when you think about it, the list that we're already kind of dealing with this year. And speaking of injuries, it, I, I'm going to put a picture of my toe. So that, that you can't have tailgating injuries. As a fan, listen up, college football fans. You got to be careful out there, okay? <laughs> you got to be careful. I learned a valuable lesson. Don't try to load the car without your shoes, all right? If you see a picture of my toe, all it is, I just I just ran over it with the cooler. It was a full cooler. I rolled it up in front of me. I wasn't wearing my shoes. I was getting ready to load the truck. And uh, now it's all like black, blue, and purple and stuff. And it is it is not a pretty sight. And Bailey at the tailgate, we saw these gentlemen that apparently they have trouble back in the trailer. They tried to unhook it. Well, they did. They unhooked it. And they're trying to bump it up on the curve. And – what happened there? You well, remember? They, yeah, they had to pick. They had to pick it up. Um, so a group of people had to go over and pick up their trailer uh, because they couldn't get it backed into the spot. So uh, might want to practice before you come next time, just in case. Uh, but you know, it was um, they got it up there. Everybody was okay, and so they had a big time. And also, right across, you know, right a couple spots down, we had a chandelier. Um, oh yeah. Pretty incredible, hooked up through the tree with a little pulley system. They pull it up, and we have a chandelier um, at the tail, tailgate right there. Uh, yeah, pretty, it, pretty nice. It, pretty, yeah, it, it's hard to be impressed with the lights in the stadium when there's a tin candle chandelier hanging from the tree about six spaces from you maybe. But, uh, right, yeah, that was pretty good. But one guy fell as they lifting the trailer up. Remember? Yeah, yeah, he he did. A, I mean, but he he recovered. He stopped and he he rolled. He dropped and rolled and popped right back up on his feet. So everything was good. Yeah, we'll have to check on him in a couple of weeks and make sure yeah. he don't have any lingering injuries. But um, uh, speaking of injuries, and any time when you don't want to walk, I want to shout out, give a shout out to Eastside Transportation. Eastside Transportation has been serving the Upstate of South Carolina, Charlotte, Atlanta, Columbia, Asheville, and surrounding airports. Since 1997, they're conveniently located next to the Greenville-Spartanburg International Airport. They're also located in the Greenville-Spartanburg Airport near the baggage claim. Eastside Transportation, the exclusive chauffeur ground transportation at GSP. Call Eastside Transportation at 864-609-5466. Okay, now week three is when we really start to find out who's pretty good and who maybe not is so good or whatever. But 
I'm really how good is Georgia? And I'm not talking about how well they played against South Carolina, or, or at least not just that part. In South Carolina, I mean, you know, we're Clemson fans. Obviously, that's the rival, but you know, they're not just some you know run over kind of team. Uh, they've shown that they can play football this year and all. But Georgia, I'm going back and I'm looking at what happened week one with Oregon, and then how Oregon has beaten their last two opponents by 20 or more points, including a 21 point. Uh, win over 12th ranked BYU this past weekend. And in week one, Georgia just handled Oregon. So how good is Georgia, you think? Georgia is very good, um, in my opinion. Um, and they've just – you know, you Clemson's been there. You ride the momentum, and they've got really good players, and, and, and they've played well so far. They have. So, so it might be – I've looked at their schedule – and uh, this is all about being a fan, and those Georgia fans probably have a really fun season to look forward to. And um, but but you know they bark. Uh, it, it's kind of annoying. It's but it's it's annoying because we're on the losing end of that. I remember how our season started last year, and that barking is just something you don't want to hear. So it's great for them, but uh, they're looking forward. They're probably going to have a long season with lots of barking going on. So. Uh, good for Georgia, good for Georgia fans for now. And we'll see – we'll probably won't see really how good they are until the SEC championship game. But uh, speaking of SEC, next week we're going to have a special guest, uh, Dory Kidd. If you know Clemson uh, from the 90s, Dory Kidd played ladies basketball for the Tigers. And she has a son now that plays basketball for Tennessee, and she's going to be at the Tennessee – Florida game next week, and she's going to hop on here with us and uh, tell us what it's like being a fan up there. So you won't want to miss that one when we have Dory Kidd on here. All right, before we go, speaking of the Wake Forest game, we do have a special guest with us this week. Bailey, I'm going to let you do the honors and introduce him. All right, sounds good. We've got um, Clover High graduate and Wake Forest University graduate Nick Skiba. Uh, Nick is the third all-time leading scorer in ACC football history. Uh, He ranks second all-time in field goals made in the ACC, and his 89.9% field goal uh, make rate is first all-time in the ACC and second in NCAA history. And he also made 193 out of 193 extra points while he was at Wake Forest. But you know what? He's just a nice guy, and that's why he's on here. So, Nick, thanks for being on here with us, and uh, we're just going to ask you a few questions. Yeah, I appreciate you all having me. I think I enjoyed that last part the most. <laughs> hey, that's super impressive. That is extremely impressive uh, stats there, and I agree with Bailey. I'm excited to have you on, and you definitely sound like a nice guy. Uh, but just a, just a couple questions, and, you know, this podcast is about football, but also mainly about being a fan. But first, since you are – world college football player give us give us a, a memorable experience that you had as a college football player you know I thought about this question a lot I I think that one of my some of my best memories are actually from the pregame meals that we, we used to have as a team so coach Clawson who's head the head football coach at Wake he used to he used to always hate how there was this like stigma that no one wanted to be around kickers, no one wanted to hang out with specialists. So 
before every game, he would share a meal with the specialist. He wouldn't sit with anyone else. He would only sit with the specialist. And so I really enjoyed for the past whole four years I was at Wake, every, the night before every game, we'd have a meal with all the specialists at one table and Coach Clawson. And so it was nice to kind of get to know him and kind of just break bread and all of us get to just share stories and have a good time. And we really didn't talk about football. That was a, that was kind of a cool part is we didn't talk too much about football. We just like got to know each other. And I always thought that was a, a cool thing having the, the head football coach just um, want to be around you and want to be uh, supportive and talk to you because I've heard uh, stories from other places where it's, that might not be the uh, the same thing for uh, head coaches and specialists. Well, there you go. Yeah, that definitely sounds pretty cool when I can see that being a real players coach uh, type person to do something like that. When you when you first said pregame meal, I'm thinking, hey, this is you're speaking like an offensive lineman now. You speak <laughs> my language, but, uh, you know, everybody everybody does like to, to break the bread. Well, how about as a fan? So. You know, you're playing the game, but you're still a fan. So whether it was, you know, one of your games or, or a game that you've seen since or gone to see, you know, off open dates or something like that, give us a, give us a memorable experience as a college football fan. Well, sadly, growing up, I was a Clemson fan. But oh. uh, since going to Wake, I've uh, got my head on straight now and uh, can't stand them. But uh, no, I'm just playing. Well, you can't go wrong this way, Nick, so we'll let you slide. It's Clemson hate week this week. But um, probably uh, one of my most memorable experiences was I was actually on a visit to Wake, and I was at uh, – Wake was playing NC State, and I believe NC State was ranked, if I'm remembering right or not, but it was a home game, and I'm pretty sure it was the first Wake game I ever came to. And uh, Wake was actually – um, went in the game and state was driving down the field and they were on like the five yard line. They threw a pass. The dude, the guy was about to walk into the end zone and the linebacker made an unbelievable play and stripped the ball at the goal line and recovered it with about 10 seconds left in the game or something like that. So they ended up going on to win the game. And that's probably, probably one of the most memorable uh, experiences as a fan. I was a new fan of Wake because I was I really wanted to go there. I hadn't been offered yet, so it was it was really cool. That's it's the games can be so exciting. It's just it's unbelievable. I was listening to a commentator this weekend say he made the comment. You know, if if you don't like college football, you just don't have a pulse. And that sounds like the <laughs> story is just uh, right at the alley of you know the things we're seeing you know every weekend, which is which is why we do this podcast. So speaking of Wake Forest, that's where you wanted to go. So just a real quick, um, you know, thoughts on the current football program at Wake Forest. Now that you're it an was, alumni. Now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here, it feels weird to hear that word being an alumni. Now I had to change that. My, uh, my Instagram bio from football player to alumni. It felt weird, but um, uh, they're, they're, they're on the up every year. You know, they're a developmental program. They're going to bring in, they're not going to bring in five and four stars like everyone else, but they're going to bring in good, smart, hardworking kids, and they're going to develop them into big-time players and draft draft picks. And Coach Clawson and his entire coaching staff really has something really good going there because 
I feel like just every year, even now that I'm out and I can see it from an outsider's perspective, they're just on the the climb. And they have a bunch of great leaders who are um, fit, fourth, fifth, six-year seniors who are just really taking control of the team and leading younger guys. And uh, I think they're going to have a really great year this year. I'm excited to watch and be a fan this year. Hey, Nick, um, what? Sam Sam Hartman, uh, he had a great quote, you know, like after his first game back, he said it was like being a kid again. You're, you're pretty tight with him, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, me and Sam are good buddies. Yeah. That's, it, was, it was cool. Um, so what are your thoughts about the Clemson game this week? I think it's going to be a good one. You know, Wake had a uh, kind of a hiccup game last week against uh, Liberty. Probably didn't play how we wanted to. It was a fourth quarter game. And, but I think it was actually good for us. I think it's going to wake us up. I think it was a um, a game that was probably good for us because it was a fourth quarter game. So now they have something to um, get them ready for this week because I think that this game is going to be a four-quarter war. I think it's going to be a battle of two really good teams, two of the best in the ACC, and I'm excited to watch it. Uh, I got a good buddy also in BT Potter, the kicker at Clemson. Yep. So I've been uh, I've been talking to him uh, back and forth. He called me the other day. And we were just talking most time. We don't we don't talk a whole lot about football. We just talk catch up, and but uh, we do whenever we're <laughs> Wake's playing Clemson. So uh, should be excited. I'm excited to watch it. I think it's gonna be a really good game. Great, very good, Bailey. I don't remember us having changed our bios on our Instagram when we graduated Clemson. Do you remember having to do that? No, because you still like I had a rotary phone, I think, uh, back then. All right, Jamie, last question for Nick Skiba. All right, last question. Here we go. This and this might be the most important one, Nick. Can you do the gritty and should kickers dance and celebrate after making field goals? (laughs) Uh, I can do the gritty, probably not well, probably looks a little rough. Um, and kickers should celebrate after kicking field goals, but they should celebrate with their team, not on their own. They should, there you go. they should tap their snapper, they should tap their holder, and they should give a, a nice, good hug or handshake to all the old linemen because they can't do it by themselves. Well, that's a great answer, and I can tell where you went to high school, buddy. <laughs> but but hold off on the gritties until we get to the sideline or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, the gritty, gritty needs to be off camera. <laughs> Maybe in the locker room. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you being on once again and uh, look forward to maybe meeting you in person sometime. And we'll just uh, good luck except against Clemson this week to your (laughs) Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Hey, I appreciate y'all having me on. Go Deeks, go Blue Eagles. All right, thanks, man. Uh, But we've asked one question this week about Clemson putting the twos in too early. I also saw a Nebraska fan wearing a T-shirt that said "Hire Urban." So, do we really? I'm I'm asking seriously. Should Nebraska fans be looking to hire Urban Meyer? And I'll post that on uh, the social media and the podcast uh, post. And when, when you see this, and feel free to please answer, and we can discuss that maybe. But find me on social media, including TikTok. Uh, every time we share the podcast and share the podcast with all the fun people you know. Uh, one more shout out to Ruben's Food, Sports, Spirits, and Catering. 
with locations in Greenville, Greer area, and also the Piedmont Powdersville area. All their information will be on my website, rubensc.com. Uh, look for me this coming Saturday at the Rubens in Greer for the noon kickoff. If you're interested in being a sponsor, please reach out to me. I only have one spot left. And um, that about sums it up. Bailey, you can forward to the weight game next week. Yep, yep. You can see me in, at the Wake Forest game. And uh, before we get off, James, I want to give a shout out. I lost a really good friend uh, this week, uh, my father-in-law. There's not a bigger football fan. There was not a bigger football fan in the Red Rose City of Lancaster, South Carolina. So RIP, JB. Take care, buddy. Yep. And the Dillards have been praying for the Jacksons uh, all week long. So definitely shout out there. So I appreciate you saying that and I appreciate you being on here. And that'll be a cool podcast next week with uh, uh, me away and, and you at the game. And then we can come together and talk about it here on the Fun Fans Podcast. On behalf of Fun Fans Podcast and J Thrill Entertainment, thanks for listening.